like, just become normal. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. My name is Amy, and sitting right next to me outside in the sun. We have to be in the sun if we want to be outside right now. Is your co-host, Caleb. <laughs> okay. Co-host and partner. You are my partner. We're partners yeah. in a lot of things. Name them all right now. Go. Van life, parenting. Parenting. Relationship. Business. I'm glad the relationship uh, came third. I don't know. Order. I mean, the relationship <laughs> includes all of those things, you know? Yeah, agreed. agreed. <laughs> but uh, it's me, Caleb, well, hey, and, partner. and you, yeah. Amy. You. And yeah. uh, yes. Yes, and we are Untitled Van Life Project. Welcome to our channel. If this is the first episode you are listening to, welcome. Thank you. Welcome and, and thank, thank you. you. Yes. Or thank you and welcome. Yes, we're excited to have you here. This episode is one of our Van Life Stories episodes. It's our definitely our main running series yes. <laughs> throughout our uh, podcast history. Yeah, basically, we just kind of, I mean, we catch up. We talk about what we've been doing, what our weeks have been like. We talk about, and a lot of that includes living in a van, and that's kind of the center of it, I would say. You know, everything around that stems from that main activity of yes. just life in a van. <laughs> it does. So we do live full-time in our 2006 Dodge Sprinter van, and we've been in it full-time for... Oh, man, we should do days. We should get back on our days. We should get back on days or but, phases. Remember when we yeah. started the podcast, we were into like, you know what? It feels like we're in phase two of van life now. So what phase are we in now? <laughs> like 17. Okay. Maybe. That might be kind of fair. But we've been in the van for, let's see, it was July of 2020. So it's been 15 months. It's like a newborn we're keeping track of. Yeah, exactly. 15 is. Also, why is that a thing? Why do people keep track of like... Till 18 months. And is that then it? After 18 that, months? That's, that's a year and a half. And then usually after that, they stop doing the months. Okay. I think. That's fair. This is coming from someone who has never had a newborn of their own, but... Right. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. But yeah, we have been living full time in our van since July of 2020. And when I mean full time, I mean like we have no other residential address. We don't even have a storage unit. We in do a get state. we do get asked that a lot. You know, like even if we say we live full time, some people still ask or might think like we are renting a place somewhere or yes. we have a house somewhere. I think the majority of people would think that we've like met out here would think that we at least have a spot somewhere else. We, yeah. Like we either have a house that we've left somewhere and are just doing a stint in the van for an indefinite period of time, mm -hmm. whether that be months, seasons, years, as we're into now. Um, but that's not the case. No, we have no fixed property. And then on top of that, we also don't have a storage unit, which I think a lot of people just assume anyways. Um that you would need a storage unit, yeah. especially coming from us living in the city to moving into a van. Like, we went 180 degrees different lifestyles. Well, we went, like, 110% in, you know? Like, we did immediately. We did. How do you, like, looking back on that, how do you, like, we really just went for it. You know, I feel like we made no, I don't, compromises isn't the right word, but we, like, didn't even, like, try to make things work. We were just like, no, this is what we we're tried... living in. So, like, if it don't fit, it's not coming. <laughs> yeah. You uh, know? Yeah. We did try a few things, like the house plant. 
Um, oh, you know, wow. Remember our snake house plants that lasted about a month in the van life, and then after Kona had knocked him over for like the 15th <coughs> time, uh, we thought maybe he would have a better life somewhere else. Yeah, um, I did try to bring a house plant in. I was kind in. of the only one, but I mean, we, we let the idea of this lifestyle marinate for years. Like, I feel like its inception was when we were back in Nashville. And then when we started talking about moving to Colorado, um, we started looking into like tiny house adventures, um, which was kind of the only known thing at the time that you could find online. Had no idea that people were living out of vans. And also I never really considered like an RV or something. I know. I didn't really either. And I kind of still don't. (laughs) Uh, I I would say I'm more into it than I have been in the past just because I'm so, it's like I'm used to it now. Like that's, those are our typical neighbors these days but like yeah we never had any interest in an rv it really was like tiny house just because that was all we knew i think living in nashville that was really the only like type of minimalist tiny kind of on the road-esque living like that you knew of yeah i think we thought it would be more on the road well than it, than it is, mm-hmm. but I also didn't know how much we would be traveling once we made it to Colorado. Yeah. And, like, we're living in Denver. And then, yeah. even living in Denver, just naturally, um, our job's taking us to the mountains. We're traveling all throughout Colorado, like, yeah. all the time. And then, on top of that, we've been traveling all across the West. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, that led us to finding something that would be more suitable for traveling and yeah. living, which led us to Santiago. Yes. His name is Santiago. But still even 2006 converted Sprinter. <laughs> but still even in that search, we didn't like I feel like we never even threw out the idea of an RV. No, I, I don't know. It just didn't come in my mind like RVs just don't intrigue me. Hmm. At still like, you know, I like the vibe of the van. Yeah. Um and it's kind of and and I just think it's a lot more well built than I've seen RVs. Um I think dangers with RVs and campers can be there they cost they can cost a lot but i think some of the materials are pretty cheap sometimes like you're getting the bare minimum of like living experience i gotta talk louder is that what you're saying you gotta talk louder god (laughs) i feel like i'm talking at my normal level there it is why can't this mic hear me okay (laughs) well i apologize for all of you who have been having to turn your headphones up when i talk but uh yeah the van feels really well built and in like a very well calculated space and no nothing to try and like just i don't know rvs just feel i don't i don't like them at the moment, <laughs> at the moment. they're fine for like recreational Vehicles? uses yes 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 they're fine for recreation a vehicle for recreation <laughs> but for like living in it full time i don't think it would be that great Who it knows? would be um, it'd be different it's kind of crazy to think like like if we were to sit here and think like oh, okay let's transition and let's actually sell the van and let's get an rv or let's sell the van and let's get a camper or whatever I would really, like, I think a lot of people would think that we felt really, like, I don't know, knowledgeable in that just because we've been living on the road. But Uh I would feel back at square one, I think, if we did that. If we went to an RV. If we went to a completely different type of vehicle and setup. I just don't think it would suit us as well. If we were to move on some kind of camper, I feel like we've seen a lot of, I mean, since we've been on the road for... Over a year, we've seen a lot of different RVs and campers and fifth wheels and airstreams, teeter totters, teardrops, whatever they're called. Yeah. And some of them have intrigued me. A lot of them don't. But, uh, <laughs> the van just feels like such a sweet spot for our lifestyle, who we are, 
and how it feels so natural and normal now. Yeah, like, it does. But I just think something like people don't, you can't really understand, I don't think, till you're living that way is how different all those different ways of living are. Like, when, you know, when you're different. not in it, like, I think 15 months ago before we were in the van, I would have thought they were all had a lot more similarities than they actually do. Agreed. You know? The only similarities are really some of the spots that you can park. And just the fact that, like, <laughs> you're always on the move, I guess, and, like, yeah. you don't have a fixed, you yes. know, place, but... but all which I have is, to say that's is, a big deal. We have no other spot. We have no storage unit. Everything we own outside of our portable record player and our records, which is at your parents' house. It's at my dad's your house. Your dad's yeah. house. Yeah. Um, thank you for keeping that. Everything else is yes. in the van, in this 22 yes. foot blue, dusty. <laughs> always dusty. Always dusty. Stand. That's what we should always write just always dusty on the side, kind of like Post Malone. Yes. Always tired, always dusty. Yes. Yes. But also to add something in to get back to your original question, yeah. I feel like we have to kind of, or me personally, if I want to do something, I have to dive all in. Like there's no just like mm. putting my toes in the water. I've even been thinking about this since uh, with mountain biking. Yeah. Um, it's something I throw out a lot as a hobby that I would eventually like to like add into van life. And um, I know there's ways you can like rent mountain bikes or try them out, try them out for periods. And I'm like, if I, if I know I want to do mountain biking, I have to go out and get myself a mountain bike in order to invest in it. Kind of like a guitar or an instrument. I don't want to just like take a few lessons and like, I want to like dive headfirst in. Do you feel like you've always been that way when it comes to like just life in general? I don't, do you think I've always been that way? Maybe for the last 13 years? 14? I mean, yes, I have been. How long is it? 13. It's been 13, 13 years. Um, for the most part, yes. What do you think? Yeah. You think I think for, for the, the most, most part, part, yes. Like, I think your uh, organic and natural way of diving into something is like 110. Hundo P10. Hundo P10. Hundo P10. And what 10. that means, like, what comes with that too on like the front end is you thinking about doing something a lot like since you do go 100 yes 10 percent in you're not just gonna you're not compulsive like you're not just gonna do it in a second rarely i feel like rarely, rarely is there a compulsive action yeah. in myself lots of time it's it's been thought very out well thought out or like within my subconscious for a while yes. just kind of like it'll come up here and i'll like push it back and like let it sit let it marinate and then when yeah. it feels right so I do make think, the jump. Yeah, I think that's always been there. And yes, what comes with that is, like I said, the non-compulsiveness. So there is like a kind of a waiting period, I guess, before actually making the mm -hmm. decision. But then once the decision is made, yeah. We're all in. And that's what we do with the van. I'm like. Well, that's you. We're talking about just you right now. Yes. <laughs> but that is what we did with the van. Yes. While we had it for six months, while we still had a spot in Denver, we still were decided not to like renew a lease not to get mm -hmm. any other kind of apartment as a home base and there it is <laughs> there it is and uh excuse me and um not to like get a storage unit which yeah. is a which is a huge thing i think a lot of people on the road living full-time or you know sort of full-time have some kind of storage unit and i'm like nah i'm selling all this shit we'll just get new one we'll get new stuff if we ever want it again yeah like I'm not just going to let stuff sit in a dark closet for not using it while I pay for it. I think I would feel 
Like, I originally wanted a storage unit. I know when we first started talking about it, I feel like I was a little more like, yes, like, let's get Mm -hmm. one for our mat. Like, I was thinking of just big furniture things that are still good. They were still useful, and we might come back to in a few years. And um, so it just, at the time, it made more sense to me to, like, keep it than just have to, you know, splurge and buy new ones potentially in a few years. But now that I, obviously, we didn't decide to do that. We just decided to get rid of everything. And now that that is the choice that we made I think I would if I would feel like some sort of I don't know maybe guilt like staying I think the longer we stay in the van Mm -hmm. with like the longer we would have had things kept in storage the more I would have felt like there was like a timeline on it would have been like okay we need to get to get back and get a spot and start using these things in storage so that we're not (laughs) I was gonna say like wasting their time like our mattress and our couch would know but you know like (laughs) I don't know I think I would definitely not I'd still have like a toe somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have been 110% yeah. in. I can totally which see Which is weird. I can totally see that. And I feel like that was kind of the, like, whether we knew it or acknowledged it in ourselves. I think that was a reason why we wanted to just, we yeah. ended up with the decision of like, no, let's just sell it all. I think you were exactly right. It's like, we don't know how long, like, we were jumping into it completely open with the unknown and like embracing mm-hmm. whatever it led us for however long it led us to wherever it led us. And yeah, I think we would feel some kind of being like, okay, we're still paying for the storage unit month after month, mm-hmm. year after year. Like we haven't used that couch in forever. And that couch is like super old. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was another piece <laughs> how much too. Long, it's like, how much longer do we want to keep just like throwing money into this dark closet of materials? Well, that was another <laughs> piece of it too. I think for us is the things that we owned and the things that we had end up owning you. <laughs> They, Name that movie. Uh, Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Ames. Thank you. Um, the. I don't know. We didn't really have. It wasn't too challenging of a decision. It was more logistically than like emotionally for us. I think you know we also didn't have like really antique old family heirloom pieces. We didn't have like. Do you think all that was like fed into like we were already kind of like that? We don't have a whole lot of items <laughs> that just we don't really get sentimentally attached to material objects that we just can't seem to get rid of i mean yeah i think so yeah i think so is there like now i'm like wondering like what do you think there are certain things that you do get are there any objects you get like sentiment sentimentally attached to personally like you like what does it take if anything for you to get like really sentimentally attached to an object or to a thing um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> that, I don't, I don't really think I have a lot, like even, this is maybe a weird, funny example, but the only thing I can think of that like didn't meet the qualifications in myself to uh, get rid of before we moved into the van was the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox One, which I know we've talked about on this podcast before, but um, it is in the van and we've barely used it. Like, barely. And it's like, it's, and if we use it, it's not in the scope of like quote unquote van life. It's no. like we have a spot to stay, whether an Airbnb or a friend's house or something, mm-hmm. and we're using it. Um, so basically, it, we have a spot that has sure power. And a big TV or a TV, like, you know, yeah. things that we don't always have in the van. But do I feel sentimental to it? Not really. It's kind of just like it felt like we had the space. It felt like maybe it could get used and maybe, like, I would definitely use it in the future. Yeah. Um, 
but we have not, I mean, essentially we've not used it at all in the van. We've used it under five <laughs> times, yeah. I would say, in 15 months. Um, but like from over the course of my life, from video games to like musical instruments to even equipment, you know, if it feels like it served its purpose with me, then I'll move on. I would say the closest thing right now would probably be my newest guitar mm-hmm. I got. But shit, you know, if it's if I end up not liking it anymore, then we'll just burn it. <laughs> Let wow. it burn. I think the hard thing for me, the things that I get, anything that I get attached to like sentimentally is definitely like notes, notes. and <laughs> like photo, like Polaroids, the Polaroids that we have. Yes. Like I could not get rid of those. And, you know, of course, they don't take up a ton of space. And, like, we've put a lot of them up in the van. If you've seen pictures or the inside of our van, there are Polaroids all over the wall. Um, but I still have, we still have, like, I don't know, close to 100 that aren't even up there because there's not any more room. Or it would look too cluttered, I think. And you don't want to get rid of those? No. See, I'm kind of, well, I, I mean, don't. I just think, like, if a Polaroid does happen to get, like, a splash on it or something, uh-huh. or, like, we lose one. Yeah, there's so many other, like, you just reach in a drawer and pull out one of the hundreds, and it's going to be, like, a great moment. So, it's like, it's almost like we have endless... They replace themselves. They replace themselves. <laughs> and you even, we've got new film for the one now, so yeah. there's going to be new ones coming out. But um, just between the Polaroids and then, like, notes, like, things like that, for me, are so... And one thing that we I did end up getting rid of... Has, okay, I want to know if there's anything we've gotten rid of that you've, like, since thought about and been like, man, I kind of miss that. Really? Uh, you go first. Okay. I don't know. I can't really think It came think up recently, or not, it just came to me emotionally and mentally recently, our scrapbooks that we made for each other. Oh, really? Yes. Our scrapbooks? <laughs> so to give a little backstory, um, we've been together for a long time, uh, 13 years, and... We started dating like towards the end of high school, dated all throughout college. And at some point in our college careers at different times, we each made each other a scrapbook of like, of course, you know, old photos of us and like concert tickets and movie tickets and like just, you know, I don't know, a cute little collection of things we'd experienced and done together. A collage of our relationships. Yeah. And I remember when we were getting rid of things to move into the van I remember holding both of those scrapbooks and just being like, I have no idea where we can put these in the van. Like, I don't even know, even if we did put them in there, like, maybe they would get damaged. I don't know. But I was like, but I just cannot. It feels hard to get rid of them. And I remember, like, talking to you about it, and you were kind of playing devil's advocate, and you were like, I mean, do you think you're actually going to, like, look at them in the van? And you were like, I mean, since since we've lived in this house for, like, two and a half years, have you even pulled these out and looked at them? Not until the moment where no. we were deciding whether we should take them in the van. And then you start looking at them and you're like, I don't want to get know. rid of these. I know. So it's things like that that are really hard. And we did end up getting rid of them. Um, but I, ha- I have thought about those since. And, like, it's not a paralyzing miss of, like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have done that. But it's still just like, oh, I remember those and I really liked those. And now they're... They don't physically exist anymore, but, you know. Now we have, like, new ones, new I mental guess we'll ones have to make, together. We'll have to make new scrapbooks. I mean, that's kind of what all the Polaroids around the yeah. van are, is a scrapbook of our last, like, seven years, especially. Yeah. From Nashville to Colorado to living in the van. That's really true. Um, Yeah, they just, I mean, they we didn't need them anymore. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I know. But, yeah, we don't even have stuff like that. We got rid of it. 
So there hasn't really been anything that you've thought about since we left our house that we got rid of that we don't have anymore. Just at least thought about and been like, oh. I mean, the PS4 maybe. Okay. <laughs> but I don't, video games. Video games. That's yeah. kind of the only thing that out of all the possessions I have, it feels like, you know, one, you get or I get my money's worth out of them yeah. a lot. And they provide me with lots of inspiration and entertainment and stuff like that. So, you know, and they're they're pretty easy to, like, you know, hold on to. They're small little. Yeah. Un, un, you know, you can hold a bunch of games in one little switch as opposed to, you know, if you want books that contain all those stories, they're going to take up a lot of space. Yeah. Unless you have a Kindle. I guess they've made devices for that, too. Yeah. But uh, that's really been the only thing, but I don't, I don't miss it. I mean, I really feel like... Yeah, I can just see it, any kind of living situation I think that you personally are in, I think you're always going to have some sort of console. <laughs> some sort of console. Yeah, whether that be like a little handheld thing or like a big yes. Xbox that you plug into the wall and the TV and stuff. Thank goodness for the Switch. Thank you, Nintendo. Sponsor <laughs> us, Nintendo. So Van Life does... Give us free sh- shit, Nintendo. <laughs> it does, you know, make you really decide what's important. And then you kind of know... I feel like it gives you kind of knowledge then for the future of like, okay, these things really apparently are what are most important to me. And then you just know in the future, at least at that point in your life, that's what was important to you. Maybe it won't be. But. Yeah. I mean, the material objects like can have their time in our lives, but they come and go. And when they've served their purpose, there's no reason to hold on to them, I think. Yeah. What about dogs? Dogs? Are they material objects? Yes. They are are possessions. (laughs) I feel like something I've been getting asked a lot is, like, what is van life like with dogs? Everyone asks us that. I know. Literally everyone. Even the people we met the other night who were hawking the... Who were hawking... Who were hawking the... Oh, is that how you hawk? That's how you hawk. (laughs) Uh, We met these people the other night who were hiking the Continental Divide Trail. Yeah. Six months. They had done the Appalachian Trail. They had done the Arizona Trail. They had done the... PCT. The PCT. And now they were hiking the Continental Divide. Which Which is is from Canada to New Mexico. Yes. To like the border. Right? Southern border of New Mexico. Yeah. Which is awesome. That seems like a goal. But yeah, uh, yeah, one of the first questions they asked once we were Mm -hmm. talking about the van is, how do the dogs like it? Because obviously, if you're someone who's met us, like, you know, you just come upon the van (laughs) out here, you will get to know our dogs immediately. Oh, yeah. Before we do. Yes. You'll probably hear Jet from a mile away before you can even get close to them. Yes, exactly. So it's a natural question. No, yeah, it is. And I mean, people ask everything, you know, from how do they like it to also just like, how does it affect how does it affect our day-to-day lives? Like not only have we had to adjust to like this new lifestyle, but then also we've had to adjust to the new lifestyle and then also adjust that adjustment to them, you know, like (laughs) yes, it adds another level or another layer of adjusting. Like we're not just just, adjusting ourselves. We're adjusting to having dogs in the van as well while they're adjusting to it. Do you think it like really alters things that much? Having Uh, them? No, I don't. Uh, would it be completely different without them? Yes. Yes. But that's just in life in general. <laughs> yes. Be completely different like without it's them. Too, we're too far removed to think about life without having dogs. Yes. Like, we've had Jet for a decade now. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it was just like our life adapting to van life was going to be also adapting to van life with dogs. But, I mean, there's moments where I'm like, you know, if we didn't have Jet, we could probably go on a lot more hikes. Yes. Or we could probably do a lot more adventures. They do, I will say, they do bring with them some extra, you could view them as obstacles or hurdles if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of them specifically is just Jet in general. So we have two dogs. We have Jet and we have Kona. And, um... Kona is very easy to have around. He can pretty much do anything and be around any situation. And he's... And does not need adult supervision (laughs) every second to function. Jet, our older dog, um, he... (laughs) Just looking at him now, laying dead in the sunlight. He's amazing. He's awesome. We love him incredibly much. But he can be a challenge at times. He's very very loud he barks a lot he doesn't love for people just to like come up and try to pet him which he's very cute so everyone wants to yes even though he's giving them very clear warning signals that he does not want to interact with you because he does not know you he's just he's really he's a really really sweet dog but on first impression he is very loud and he's not we've started saying he's harmless he's not gonna hurt anyone (laughs) but he will just keep barking at you and like, you know, kind of give you verbal shit until he decides to stop, which sometimes is like 45 seconds. Sometimes it's like 10 minutes. You sometimes know? he won't stop. Yeah. yeah. You got to kind of just so dispel he, the situation before he's allowed to be let in. <laughs> just his personality makes things a little bit harder. It makes it harder when people come and like want to talk or like to approach us because he's just kind of going crazy and it's just... A distraction sometimes um so that makes things harder but i mean that is his that's just his personality um i would say another like kind of obstacle or hurdle and i think a lot of this is what a lot of people really mean i think when they're asking about the dogs in van life is like leaving them in the van you know like yes can you can you just leave them like are they okay are they comfortable and the answer to all those questions is yes 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 <laughs> um but i think that's um kind of depends on who you're talking you know depends on the situation like us our van is built out to be able to house dogs um the guy that we bought it from he had a dog and he if you don't know the story he built out the van himself lived in it the whole time he was building it out and then lived in it totally built out for a few years with his dog so he built it with a dog in mind Mm -hmm. so for example there are you know, it's definitely insulated. There's two fan, two ceiling fans and two vents that open up. Um, there's a couple other, like, little things here and there that just make it dog-friendly. Dog-friendly. So, the van itself, for us, not all vans, but this one, <laughs> is dog-friendly. And then thirdly, they view the house. They view the house. They view the van as their house. Like, they are so comfortable in there. Like, they are just chilling at home is how they act. And that's how it feels. Yeah. Anytime we leave them, like if we're doing a day of errands, um, they are totally like we will just get in and out and Jet just lays in his bed and Kona just lays in our bed. And like, you know, it's just another day for them. That is, that's how it is now. I mean, it definitely took adjusting to get to that level. The yes. first few months we were doing provision runs where we would have to be. I mean, the other day we went in to get provisions and we stopped at nine different spots mm-hmm. to run errands. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're parking nine different times and, like, setting up the van for the dogs, like, nine different times. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, they just, like, Kona stays back in the bed. Jet just chills in his bed. They, like, don't even try to, like, 
act like they won out or anything mm-hmm. during that time. They know that we're knocking shit out yeah. and getting stuff done and like they're just needing to chill in the van but like the first few months or I don't even know how long it was like you know they did not have that sense of the van was home they thought they were being like trapped in a car yeah so and that's it took a while to get there but they're definitely there now which feels yeah. great I don't I don't feel like it took too long I don't know I'm trying to think back to like when and of course there wasn't like just one moment but I mean, it's all they Jet. adapted pretty quick. It takes Jet still a while. He'll still have moments where all of a sudden he's been fine for weeks, and then we try to like go park somewhere, and he's like freaking out and super anxious, and yelling, aka yelling. barking. His barking is essentially a yell. If you mm-hmm. don't know, he's like yelling at you. So, uh, but yeah, they've adjusted very nice in that realm. And then when we're parked for several days, I mean, look. At, uh, I know. If I could, like, open a portal to the podcast right now to just so you could, like, peek into what they're doing right now. They're just kind of spread out in our camping spot. Kona's having a great nap over in the shade of some pines. Jet's laying in the shade of a chair, like, and this is what they've been doing. And then yeah. uh, we'll take them on hikes. They'll get to swim in the, the crystal clear lakes of yeah. Colorado and the streams. And yeah, I mean, activity-wise, like they're living the dream like their activities these days are yeah hiking the continental divide trail swimming in a lake underneath mount elbert like these things are just right in their backyard um going to national parks with jet hates that he's been to so many national parks this year more than he's ever been to in his life yes we have a running joke with jet that he's like so over the grand canyon because i think we've been to the grand canyon four times since we've been in the van yeah and like we just laugh that he just, he just like keeps on it. having to go back to the Grand Canyon. Yes. He just yeah. The one Which time we funny. took him out the Grand Canyon, guess what he did? He barked at all the people there. Which is funny though, because the Grand Canyon is actually probably the national park they've gotten to like get out and walk around the most at. <laughs> yes, but all in all, I don't feel like our lives are too altered by having the dogs in the van. I think just because we were already used to life yes. with dogs, anyways. You know. We're already used to life with our dogs, which is Jet. Like I said, the only thing I could see being different were if we didn't have them or if we didn't have one of them, a.k.a. the older one, Mm -hmm. (laughs) was that we'd probably meet more people. Yes. Um, Even though we meet a lot of people, and I always feel like it feels right when we meet the people we meet, but there's so many instances where I feel like Jet just automatically puts out, there's like an energy aura around our area where if anyone walks close, if anybody even like walks through the campsite to find a trail, he's like growling from his seat and barking (laughs) at them. So like, that's kind of just like, no one wants to deal with that shit. So I think that deters, yes, so he deters a lot of that but we're just so used to that yeah. at this point yeah um and then yeah just being able like kona could hike non-stop every single day uh but like the thing is with leaving them in the van if we only leave one of them like if we only like if left we, jet if we van. only left jet he would not be okay with that <laughs> it would take him a while to calm down so yeah. it's hard to just be able to take I feel like, honestly, Kona ends up suffering a little bit because he doesn't get as many activities as he could if Jet weren't there. We could be taking him on every trail every single day. Yeah. Uh, but, like, Jet, as being an older dog and the smaller dog, just can't handle it. Physically. Physically. Yeah. As yeah. well as mentally. If there's people on the trail, it gets quite annoying <laughs> having to calm him down. Every but, time we pass someone. So, yeah, that that would be the difference I would see. But, yeah, since we're already not used to that, it's just like, you know what, that would be a silver lining yeah. One day. But even the, even still, <laughs> Without dogs. Kona gets plenty of exercise. 
<laughs> like I don't feel yes, like he's plenty. getting shorted. They're well stimulated out yeah. here for sure. That too. Oh my, the squirrels. Yes. The squirrels to keep them stimulated. So that's their life in the van. Yeah. And that's kind of how it affects our lives too, but it's all things that we were already used to. Yeah. They are the very part. they are very warm in the oh, bed. Oh, yes. Like that's a bonus is when it starts getting cold at night, which it is. <laughs> The seasons are changing. It's October now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Happy we're... October is the first October podcast. Wow. What Ever? the hell happened? Did we happened? never do October? We didn't do an October podcast last year? Oh, I meant this year. I'm sure we did last <laughs> year. I meant this year. But I just, I can, I, okay, if I sit and think about it too much, I get like really tripped out because I just have no idea what time even is anymore and how it's already October, what, 4th, 5th? I can't. We're closer to 2022 than we are to the start of 2021 now. We've been that way. Yeah. So yeah. We still are. <laughs> we have been that way and we still are. That just feels weird. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Because we keep on singing Bo Burnham's inside songs about 2020. So. I'm still processing. Honestly, I'm still processing 2019, you know. 2019. Yes. yes. Hey, darling one. <laughs> hey, darling one. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's where we still are. <laughs> but... Yeah. I I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, I don't know. That and felt like the end of the conversation. Whichever you know, one we were having. Whichever one. <laughs> whichever one we were having, we had. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our conversation that is just now ending. And, you know, always welcome to come out and visit. We love that. It's a little chilly right now, so wait till we're in the desert. Yeah. And then it'll still be a little chilly. <laughs> So maybe wait till next we're get, time. We're, I mean, we're hitting the phase where everywhere's going to be just like probably a little chilly at some point, but don't let like that deter I said, you. the map is shrinking. Don't it's let that forcing deter us you. south. <laughs> Even this month, I already, like, how are you prepping for it mentally? Like going into this season of, you know, we're having to be in the van at like 5 p.m. now. Because how of, one, mentally? the sun's setting earlier, but it's also just getting much colder. Hmm. I mean, right now still, if you want to be outside... You need a few layers of clothes on, or you need to be, like, directly in the sun. Also, we're in the mountains in Colorado. That's... Yeah, we're at, like, 9,000 feet we're not, elevation. Yes, we're at so high elevation. If you're not in Colorado and you look at, like, Denver's weather, I'm sure you're like, what the hell are they talking Denver about? Probably I'm sure it's, great. like, super nice. Yes. But no, here during the day, the highs are, like, only in the low 60s, if that. They're about to start hitting 50s. And then, but that feels good if the sun's out. If the sun's out. Yeah. Yeah. But then the lows at night are low 30s right now. How am I prepping mentally? And, like, they start get, it starts getting chilly, like, especially for you, since you like the heat so much. You, like, have to be in the van <laughs> yeah. after 5 o'clock for sure. <laughs> um, That's a good question. I haven't really thought about that. But, I mean, I guess I've endured this change before. I've already, like, yes. done it once. So, I think... Honestly, I think just knowing, even though I, I mean, I always knew this, even the first time we were going through this, this season and weather change, like that it's not going to last forever. Like I always knew that, but now that I've lived that and like actually lived to see the days that it doesn't last forever, I think just keeping that at the forefront <laughs> of my mental headspace is Just like, knowing that this too shall pass. This doesn't last forever. Um, but remember last winter, it lasted a lot longer than we thought it would last. Yes. And now I know that. Now I know that going in. But I think, too, and, like, I say this now because we're on the front end. Like, talk to me again when we're, like, in the thick and middle of it. And I'm so over it. When we're but like buried in the snow. <laughs> when I'm over it. But, like, 
just I want to like intentionally listen to the seasons changing and like what nature and the earth is trying to tell us which seems to be there's less light there's more darkness there's more cold there's less warmth so like resting period of rest and like really nourishing that and taking advantage of that because I do remember those long 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 summer days where the sun would rise around 5 (laughs) a.m and it didn't set till like 10 p.m and being really I mean I loved it of course but also being really tired just because I was awake for so much longer and I was in the heat and the sun a lot more and this is just kind of the opposite that and so maybe I think I want to like embrace that that part of the whole you yeah. know that That's rest cool. that retreat that hibernate side so yeah. yeah that's how I'm feeling now talk to me like I said talk to me in the thick of it when it when it when I'm tired of it but you know oh sweet summer child <laughs> that's me <laughs> <laughs> that's me too how are um, you mentally preparing for what's to come I'm, I'm trying that's to mentally prepare that's yeah. kind of just like where I'm at now I know that we've since we've done all the seasonal changes in the van I kind of remember how hard and it felt like a hard adjustment last year going from summer to winter I mean we moved into the van and started doing van life you know in the midst of summer great time it's like when Bran great was time. born in the summer this the long summer but now the long winter is coming so uh, Game of Thrones reference for all those. So we're just gonna be watching a lot of Game of Thrones. I yeah, guess. we are doing that. But um, yeah, but that that is true. We're gonna be in the van a lot more. Yeah. So like having to keep myself kind of like stimulated and then also like rested, but then also not um, too lazy, like too lethargic. Yeah, too lethargic. Like balancing rest with lethargy, yeah. and balancing like like action with just meaningless activity Hmm. um like that that was i think it was just a big challenge like all like and this one still feels like since i got back from my trip to washington which was last week it feels like the season changed 180 since before i left like now it literally is like getting cold at 5 p.m we definitely hit a cold we've been in a cold front yeah for sure cold front kind of came through so it kind of it felt like the switch flipped automatically and i feel like i've been very aware and conscious of like asking myself like okay this happened last year like all of a sudden like we go from these glorious summer days where Mm -hmm. we can stay outside all day and get and be on the water and do whatever and hike and there now just all seems of a sudden, to be it's so just, much yes, limitless. endless possibilities yeah. and endless outlets to explore whatever you want into. And now it's like it's shrinking. Our the days are shrinking, the warmth is shrinking, our space is shrinking because we're having to be in the van more. And I'm just that's kind of like all I'm at. I'm, I'm at that baby set up, baby step of realizing like, okay, this is happening, this is changing. These are kind of how I want to I don't want to say attack it, but these are the things I want to Game like plan. be aware of. Intentional as, about. Yeah, intentional about as we move into this time. Yeah. Because I think there was just a lot of moments where last year we would go through periods of like not even realizing what was happening, but oh shit, we've been in the van so much this week. Yeah. And you could just feel like antsy and anxious mm-hmm. and uh, between us, amongst like just in ourselves. And um, I'm just, you know, I'm more aware of like trying to. Of like, okay, this is happening. How are we going to approach it? Because we made it through last year and it was great. And I'm looking forward to our time, like the rest and all of this. But there's also comes balances with that. Checks and balances. Yeah. No, I totally agree with what you're saying. And I think we're in a different spot now. Um, I think a lot of last year, we just like, we didn't know. We didn't know what to expect 
for a whole 12 months, we're not going to know what to, I mean, that's true every moment, but like definitely for the first year living through these different seasons, you're not going to know what to expect Yeah, really in the van. And I feel like the whole winter season that we did last year, for me personally, like reflecting and looking back and all, I just don't think I could, ex- I think I thought I could control more than I actually could. And so I wasn't like accepting where we were and what was happening and yeah. like adapting to that. You know, I wasn't accepting, okay, the days are getting short. Everything you said, days are getting shorter. It's getting colder. There's less sun. All these things that affect my mental health for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was accepting it. I think instead of accepting it and then moving forward, coming up with like a game plan from there, it was like, no, like I need to be able to change something about this. Like maybe yeah. we could go somewhere different or maybe if we... I don't know, just always thinking there was something you and I could do or I could do to like make it quote unquote better. Yeah. Um, I can't, and so that just builds a lot of resistance and then that kind of bleeds just into every aspect of life. And now, like, literally, I'm processing this now as we're talking about. It. I think that that was a big piece of one reason that winter was a lot more challenging. Yeah. One piece of it. There's just a lot of new challenges and we've been living in a season that's been really good and there hasn't been as many challenges or like moving parts and now Mm -hmm. it's like every morning I'm gonna wake up a little early and turn the heater on and get back in bed and Jet's gonna be crying at night if he gets his covers knocked off of him because it's cold Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna be having you know my night shifts I talked about (laughs) it in the winter last year but yeah there's just all these new things that are that come with the season, mm-hmm. whether you live in a van or not. But yeah, uh, I feel true. like, especially since what we experienced last year, we're a little more um, subject to it. Yeah, a little more subject, like physically upfront in our face, subject to it. So I'm just trying to be mentally aware and prepared and intentional as the seasons change. Mm-hmm. I think it caught me off guard last year on yes. like what it would be like and how many things would be different. And yeah, just the kind of like, I don't want to claustrophobia is not the right word but yeah it did just feel like we should like is there something we can do to like get back to a rhythm where we were yeah a rhythm it just felt like we were always out of rhythm and always just having to like survive it felt and very survival mode it did. doesn't it's kind of like lost that edge to it like i definitely know we can survive and have mm-hmm. great times but it's just trying to balance out the the change the changes that will come with the season yeah so that's where i'm at yeah go fall <laughs> Woo. you like fall the aspens are really pretty. Yeah. I will say this is like, uh, I think we kind of missed the seasonal change last year too because we were in Moab. Yes. During this time. Yes. So uh, Moab kind of skips its fall. Moab doesn't have a, a fall. A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, this time, since we've been in Colorado for like the last few months, mm-hmm. and especially the last month, September to October, we've like, I felt the whole earth mm-hmm. changing. And mm-hmm. you've seen it in the leaves, you've seen it in the weather, you've seen it. The sun only moves, like, it doesn't even get to a midpoint in the sky. No. It's like, it just does a little, like, half semicircle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the third quadrant over here. Yeah. And there's 16 quadrants and only eight Jan Michael Vincents. <laughs> there can only be enough Jan Michael Vincents for one third quadrant. All right. I think that, that's it. That's all I got on, on the fall. <laughs> I need a goddamn Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> Uh, is it important that we know who Jan Michael Vincent is to get this? <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop. I have okay. to pee. Yes, okay. <laughs> take us out. I'll take us take out. Us out. I'll take us out while Kayla goes pee. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. 
And thank you just for listening and joining in on this conversation with us. We will catch you next time. Peace out. Bye.